Portillo's is now a publicly traded company. Will Culver's Kurderberger make a comeback? And the source of a widespread salmonella outbreak has been found. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. Portillo's became a publicly traded company Thursday. The fast casual, known for its hot dogs and Italian beef sandwiches, set its per share price at $20 late Wednesday. That was the high end of its pricing range. 67-unit Portillo's had expected to raise more than $400 million with the offering, which will use to pay down debt as it prepares for its ambitious expansion plans. Culver's, a chain not known for risk-taking social media campaigns, seemingly came out of nowhere with its cheese curd burger, Curderburger. The company developed the idea after consumers showed interest in its April Fool's joke of a cheese curd burger. The company developed the product in about a third of the time it typically takes to develop a new menu item. Culver's then sold it for one day only, and most locations sold out in less than two hours, some in 30 minutes. The company sold 136,000 of the burgers that day, and Culver's said it's possible the product makes a comeback. Federal health officials have traced a 37-state outbreak of salmonella to whole red, white, and yellow onions imported from Chihuahua, Mexico, and distributed by ProSource. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has advised restaurants to throw out any onions they may have in storage from that growing area and sanitize all services that come into contact with the items. The outbreak has sickened 652 people, 129 of which required hospitalization. Buffalo Wild Wings is testing a wing-making robot. The chain's parent, Inspire Brands, has been testing the latest version of automated fry cook Flippy, dubbed Wingy, at its innovation center in Atlanta. It plans to put Wingy in a ghost kitchen and then an actual Buffalo Wild Wings next year. It is one of the many restaurants turning to automation amid a historic labor crunch. The moves announced by President Biden last week to unclog the nation's supply pipeline are not likely to immediately ease the restaurant's supply problems, if at all, according to observers. They note that the industry's supply chain is very complex and depends largely on goods being trucked to establishments' back doors, a dynamic that may actually be worsened by the president's success in keeping the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, California, open 24 hours a day. TGI Fridays believes virtual brands could generate hundreds of millions of dollars in extra sales. The chain has been testing online-only concepts from digital restaurant company C3 in restaurants in California and Maryland and plans to eventually add them to 170 locations. It expects those add-on brands to generate up to $1 million in sales per restaurant. In August, Friday's parent Tri Artisan Capital took a $10 million stake in C3, which has about 40 virtual brands including crispy rice and umami burger. Hummus has roots in Middle Eastern cuisine, but it's now firmly entrenched on mainstream U.S. menus, from fast casuals to school lunch. Technomic predicts that hummus will continue to grow on top 500 chain menus by another 10.8% by 2023. The fact that it's a plant-based food adaptable to many applications is one factor powering its growth. It's showing up as a grab-and-go snack, sandwich spread, salad ingredient, and appetizer plate. But operators are also playing around with variations to broaden the appeal of hummus, especially to kids. Everything from chocolate to pumpkin and maple are available, with more to come, many in more authentic iterations. 
And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Heather Lally. And I'm Joe Koskowski. Have a great day. 